Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Concert Zero with Scott Ramsey. Welcome to Concert Zero. I'm Scott Ramsey, your host. Today, Ricky Hayes, DJ, drummer, MC. That's right. On your business card, your title is Director of Operations? Yeah, uh, Chief Operations Officer. Chief, uh, Chief. It's it's all the same. I didn't mean to give you a demotion (laughs) (laughs) Uh, for for Vox DJs here in in Torrance, California. That's right. Ricky, you've got a very uh, diverse experience before coming to Vox. I know that you've been on the road. You've been a professional drummer. You've recorded. So we want to talk about first concerts. Yeah. So first concert, uh, it might be later than some. But when it was really a concert to show for me, it was 2003. This was the Bouncing Souls headlining at the Troubadour. So that was when I was in high school and had just really gotten into, you know, what was music not on the radio? You know what I mean? Like, what was this music that I could associate with not on the radio? And so I got into the band, you know, New Jersey punk band Bouncing Souls. So was was the early 2000s kind of a not cool for radio for you oh it wasn't even wasn't even that at all i think you know there was i mean everything on the radio for me was i listened to pop i listened you know it was more i was finding my voice i guess you'd say as a drummer cool and finding that association of like the the punk pop punk kind of beats you had blink 182 and green day on the radio all right that but finding the bands more like bouncing souls mxpx hot water music Real big fish. Some of these, like that's where you sit in your bedroom at that that age in like high school, and you're like listening to song over and over again. And it's like <laughs> it, it's almost like not that it's like oh man, I'm so cool that I know this and someone else doesn't, but it's like yeah, this is like mine. I love that. So uh, when did you decide to make music your your career? Well, let's see. So high school, I found oh you can get an art credit instead of having to sit and draw or do pottery. I found out oh there's an after school jazz band. So I got into that, did after school jazz band for my art credit in high school. And I picked up the trombone because I thought it was a cool instrument. I was listening to ska music at the time. So I was like, yeah. "Yeah." So that was like the initial, like, whoa, I have a love for this. Once I got my first taste of like my band actually getting some shows on the road, like I booked it all. We didn't have any sort of management or anything. It was do it yourself. A van and a trailer. Yeah, exactly. A a van and a borrowed moving trailer from my dad. Um, did, I booked us on a West coast, California type tour, just whatever place would take us. Okay. And I loved it. You read about the early days of no doubt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A van and a trailer and Mm -hmm. you just go and you, and you do it and you somehow make it work. Yeah. So let's get back to live music. Let's get back to the, do the concerts. Favorite concert. I have such a, an eclectic, it sounds so cliche. I have an eclectic mix of music I listen to, but uh, you'll see what the favorite concerts. Um, there was one, I, I don't remember the year. I think it was probably like 2008-ish, around there, maybe 2007. We had all these fires in San Diego that were really bad. And uh, Garth Brooks decided to put on like three or three to five shows at Staples Center. And I'd always been a fan of Garth Brooks growing up. Loved him seeing his performances on TV. And he put on these relief benefits for the all the firefighters and stuff in San Diego. And I got tickets that were like right on the side of the stage at Staples. Okay. I mean, that man is a performer. It was awesome. What's the one that got away? If you could uh, 
wave a magic wand and attend any concert, see any artist. Yeah, I was think I was thinking about this. I think it, it, there's two artists. I, I guess well, the question's one that got away, but I got to say, growing up here in SoCal, how close I was to getting to see uh, Sublime and Brad play at some great local shows and just missing it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I was listening to Sublime in middle school, even though I, you know, don't tell my mom, I shouldn't have been. Like having the self-titled <laughs> album in like, you know, sixth, seventh grade. That was kind of my first real introduction to like punk, if you will. Okay. Um, just the uniqueness of that sound essentially he created. I always think I'm so bummed how close I was to seeing Sublime show and not getting the chance, you know, giving being spoiled that we're so local to where I grew yeah. up. But uh, that and um, again, my mom... From Minnesota, I never saw Prince. I'll sit and watch, just randomly, I'll be sitting at home. I'll pull out uh, YouTube and I'll watch his halftime performance. To me, the the best halftime performance. Super Bowl halftime. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, Super Bowl halftime performance. That's my opinion, the best of all time. But even that shows like his ability to blend so many genres of music as a performer, not just play it. But I mean like, man, like live it, play it. Yep. That passion he brought to it. So. Those are mine. Like, got away. Didn't get to see him. We could go down a list forever of like, I didn't see this person. I didn't see. You know, one that I never got to see any of Chris Cornell's bands play live, but the best concert I can think of in the last ten years I've been to was the uh, the tribute they did. I I am the highway uh-huh. at the Forum. Yep. Where I mean, it started as whatever many acts say they had 10 acts confirmed mm-hmm. by the time that concert took place it was everyone Everybody. was how can i get involved how can? Yeah. and i remember going to that and it just kept going that was another one where never got to see chris any of his bands play live listened to a lot of them didn't appreciate it enough at the time yeah the, you know? the artists who leave us early man is the, is the most frustrating thing yeah just seeing like the influence that guy had on so much musical genre and you know, I think it was uh, Jack Black said it at best there. I think the way he said it was like, oh, he would find a note that was between other notes. And it would <laughs> oh, somehow Chris would open up a portal into another dimension to a note that didn't exist until until he did it. And it was like, yeah, that's I, you're right. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. Yep. A musical pioneer like that. Yeah. Wow. Ricky, I want to say thank you. Oh, super fun. Thank you for having me. It was right awesome. On. Please listen, like, share, and follow Concert Zero. That's all one word, Concert Zero, on Apple Podcasts and wherever fine podcasts are available. You can also check out our website, ConcertZero.com, for past episodes. And you can find Concert Zero on Facebook and Twitter, or Concert Zero Show on Instagram. Thank you to our sponsor, Project Barley in Lomita, California, and our amazing crew, Chris Youngie, Brett Abbott, and Jeff Lloyd. And me, I'm your host, Scott Ramsey. Thank you again for listening to Concert Zero. Concert Zero.